Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stop Stalling Podcast, episode 10. This is a special episode because this weekend is the Iowa versus Penn State duel. Kurt is a huge Iowa fan. I am just a wrestling fan. I do like the Hawkeyes, but I am mainly just a wrestling fan. But it's going to be a great duel. I'm very much looking forward to it, even though there is a good chance, Kurt, that I will not be able to see it until Monday because we're going skiing this weekend at Big Bear. I didn't realize that when we booked it. It's like a non-refundable thing. Um, And we wanted to get our little boy out into the snow and take him down the mountain. But you know, it's not like it's it's not like it's uh, something. The, the The good thing is that I won't be able to get on social media at all the whole weekend because some fuckhead will ruin it for me. <laughs> yeah, I doubt people are going to be talking about the Iowa Penn State duel at the uh, the ski resort. Yeah, nobody gives a shit there, and uh, uh, so it'll be a good excuse to stay off social media. Um, we tried to switch it, not only because of the duel, but because Micah is kind of sick, but. We'll, we'll get around that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great weekend of wrestling. Not only is that, but uh, Michigan is wrestling Ohio State, which should be a pretty good duel. Um, and I'm sure some other stuff is going down, but it all gets kind of trumped by the Ohio, excuse me, by the Iowa-Penn State duel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got a couple things to talk about before we even get to that. Um, maybe the match, well, not really match of the year, but um, it was a pretty good match. I haven't even gotten to see it, but you told me about it. Uh, kinda. You just I, I saw the score. Anyway, they the oh, there's that dog again. Doesn't that doesn't your dog know that it's the Iowa Penn State dual weekend? I, I had a nice hour long chat with him today about the Iowa Penn State duel, how important this podcast is. And I was like, I know you like to be part of the podcast, but not this week. Yeah. And, and they he, stared at me like they were getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, and probably gave him a no, treat. I did. I gave him a little brisket treats, even their favorite. And they, they, they stood there and looked you right in the eye and were like, Yeah, Kurt, you bet, buddy. You yeah, they ate the treats and they're like, Go Hawkeyes. And now this. Yeah. They, they basically gave you their little dog paw middle finger. They did. Fuck them. They are dead dicks. to me. Yeah. Well, um, if they do it again, we'll take a break and you can go kick them right square in their dog faces. <laughs> I don't know if I'll do that, but I mean, you never know. You'll if they do, do it that. during the meet, then yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, so the Bryce Andonian, uh, you know, everybody's saying that he's back and all that stuff. He lost to, it was a Will Luon in the All-Star Duel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think we talked about that a little bit. I think people like Will Luon give give Andonian uh, problems because people like Will Luon give you so little to work with, you know? Like mm-hmm. Andonian is not necessarily a counter wrestler, but if you come at him, he's going to make you pay for it. And Will Luon doesn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, he's great at what he does, but he's not... Uh, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen another guy go one and one into the third period more than freaking Will Luon. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm pulling for Andonian to win the whole thing. Personally. I like, yeah, him. I think he's one of my favorite non-Iowa wrestlers for sure. But yeah, if you get a chance to watch that, um, I'll even send you the YouTube link. It's, it's Oh, really it's on good. YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not but realize that. I, I think saw... it's the match of the year so far. I mean, it was 16 to six in the first period. 
Like it was just crazy. Well, that's not really. I mean, one guy's winning by ten points. How are you going to call that a good match? Uh, just uh, just watch it. Okay, just watch it. Okay, it was good. Well, I saw <laughs> that it ended up twenty four to ten. <clears throat> yeah, like, that, it's just like action, like the entire time. Like it's just it's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, Bryson Donian is definitely <clears throat> uh, really good. Good wrestler. Um, I wish that Quincy Monday could have stayed down at 57. I think that would have made that bracket a lot more interesting. But in watching the Oregon State, um, Oregon State versus uh, Princeton duel, they were talking about how Quincy said that he can't, he can't wrestle like himself when he's cutting weight. So that's, that was his reason for it. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Quincy Monday and his dad, you know, that lineage, they sure know a lot more about wrestling than I do, but, um, gosh, he, he doesn't have near as good a chance to win it at 165, which is turning out to be the craziest weight class uh-huh. maybe ever. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for the tournament this year, 65 for sure. Dude, the whole thing is going to be bananas. We talked about it a little bit last week, but I, I just feel like, I just feel like this year, maybe above all others in recent memory is just a year where anyone can beat anyone mm-hmm. as evidenced by the, uh, I mean, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves cause I didn't want to talk about it just yet, but, uh, the Wisconsin duel against Iowa, that was crazy. And mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Cause I wanted to talk first about the Iowa Nebraska duel. Um, it almost seemed like Iowa was pissed off that, flow or whoever was like ah i was tied for second with uh or excuse me nebraska's tied for second with iowa in our rankings and tom brands kind of alluded to it that that they you know without saying it he was like oh nebraska's second huh okay <laughs> and holy shit did they put them on them did put it on them didn't they yeah oh yeah that was a fun one to watch yeah what was your favorite match Oh man, uh, my boy Peyton Rob and Kobe Seabrecht was a pretty good one. Uh, <laughs> um, I like the Labriola Brands match, even though Brands lost. Uh, that was a fun one to watch. Um, and uh, what was my favorite one? Probably Woods versus Hardy. That was a damn good match. Yeah. And- and starting with 125, I was a little, em- I'm a little embarrassed now that I even thought, you know, that maybe is Liam Cronin the guy that's going to give Spencer the most trouble? Well, <laughs> the answer, Kurt, is no. <laughs> An emphatic no. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's always had a bad time with Spencer. Yeah. I think they wrestled like four matches, and I don't think he's gone over a minute and a half with him yeah and you know he was thinking and Cronin looked good this year too man like he's looked the best he's ever looked yeah i mean he he's always been i mean up to now up to this season he's been pretty average right i mean as far as his record goes and everything Mm -hmm. yeah and uh yeah he did really well against mckee and he looked great against uh d'augustino and then we didn't even get a chance to see how he looked against Spencer because Spencer just kicked his ass. 
<laughs> he didn't even really kick his ass. He just got it over with so fast. It was like, Ugh. yeah, okay. I guess that's done. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would love to feel how strong that freak is. And we yeah. need to give a shout out to uh, Peyton Rob because Kurt put a our our pod our uh, podcast is on Twitter at Stop Stalling Pod. I need to start. Um, I'm not much of a Twitter guy, so I don't really say much on there ever. Yeah. Um, I, I delete about 90% of what I say <laughs> because I get so pissed off that it never gets any any interaction at all. I'm like, well, then fuck off. You don't even get to see my tweet. Um, but I need to stop doing that, and I need to probably just interact on our Stop Stalling podcast with wrestling and wrestling fans, even though they kind of drive me insane sometimes, some of the takes people that people have, but... Uh, Tur- no, Kurt tweeted out that Peyton Rob has a stupid mustache, and that's after he beat Seabrecht. So no, I was just like, Peyton Rob has a stupid mustache. <laughs> I mean, he had like forty followers at the time, so it's like, yeah, nobody's gonna see it or give a shit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Peyton Rob saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Rob did see it, and you didn't even tag him in it, right? I didn't tag. Yeah, that means he searched himself. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand algorithms or how any of that shit works, but. Yeah. He did see it one way or another. He did see it and uh, and retweeted it and said that's the point or something like that. So yeah. apparently he knows it's stupid. And I like to think that he'll never shave it now. He's like, and he's, so. yeah. he's also he about it every time he toes the line. He thinks about that tweet and he's like, yeah, fucker. <laughs> and he's undefeated. <laughs> and if he's anything like, like I was when I was wrestling, I wouldn't change anything anything if i was undefeated i mean i didn't wash yeah. my singlet my senior year of high school i don't think i ever washed gross. my singlet kurt yeah pretty gross but we had these uh lycra singlets or whatever so in all honesty dude it it never stunk it was amazing like i would wash my warm-ups but my singlet That's you stalled so bad you never sweat oh fuck you <laughs> i'm just kidding I had a broken foot my at last eighteen matches of the season. So I know, I know, I know the story. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm pretty sure I saw it on ESPN thirty for thirty. <laughs> well, I'm saying that that's why I stalled the first twelve matches of the year. I kind of kicked everyone's ass, and then when I broke my foot, I did what I had to do. So yeah, yeah, I, no, I, I hear you. I, I stalled a little bit, Kurt. I was yeah. good at it. I used to make faces underneath. I'd be on bottom and I'd make eye contact with the ref and like like, grunting. Yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'm trying to get out. I, this guy's just so good on top. I can't. Man. <laughs> uh, I used to love when people would throw their legs in cause I was really hard to turn. So I was just like, mm-hmm. well, fucking this is a good way to stall. He's not going to turn me. It looks mm-hmm. like I'm working, but I'm not. Um. <laughs> yeah, I was good. I almost, I almost always gave up a warning every match, but I rarely gave up a point. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I would give him my warning. Um, but I was good at it, man. Uh, but yeah, I didn't wash my singlet. Probably is pretty gross, but I didn't. And uh, at least maybe it was just me because it was my own singlet. But I was like, it, it's not bad. It's really not, <laughs> not too bad. That's how teenage boys are, anyway. They're like, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, surprising I didn't get some kind of skin infection, but anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that was really cool, Peyton Rob. It kind of made me a fan of his, and, yeah. uh, you know, good for him and his spindly little mustache that uh, that he was a good sport about it. Didn't you say his brother liked it, too? I, th- I think that was his brother, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's funny. 
Um, so yeah, and it, 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 it didn't you say like sixty thousand people saw the tweet and only like I was like one hundred and twenty four thousand last one hundred and twenty four thousand people saw it and we only got like twenty followers out of it. How the fuck is that possible? I don't know, but I'll take it. I, uh, I My guess. most famous tweet ever. So does that mean and if I'm we get funny? So, is that, so does that mean if we get like I don't know a hundred million views, we'll get a hundred Twitter followers? Maybe. Yeah, right now it's got one hundred fifty seven thousand views or impressions, whatever that means. Yeah, I don't understand anything, Kurt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great duel. I thought the uh, one thirty three match was pretty good. Brock Hardy. Um, Brock Hardy is proving to be a very tough guy to beat. Yeah. Or not Brock, not Brock Hardy. I'm sorry. Um, I was 33. Oh, um, Brody Teske. Brody Teske is proving to be a very hard guy to beat. Yeah. Yeah. I like Teske, man. Plus he's from Fort Dodge, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he looked really good. Uh, that kid he wrestled. Um, I forget his Lamont? name now. Or no, no. Berwick. Berwick. Berwick yeah. is a Berwick is tough. I mean, he's lost some yeah. tough, he's lost some tough matches recently, but he seems to be tough. And, uh, mm-hmm. And Teske gave up the first takedown, but he looked good in that match. And and uh, it'll be interesting interesting to see his match with RBY. I don't think he's going to beat him by any means, but no. um, yeah. And then forty one, Brock Hardy, man, that guy. You know, I I think there could have been an argument made in that first period for him getting back points. You know, the ref at first didn't even want to give him a takedown. But then if you watch the replay, you're like, well, shit, he had him on his back for at least a two count. I mean, from what I watched. Um, shit, the so, Wisconsin ref would have had him pinned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to that. But that, that was crazy to me. But Brock Hardy is a tough dude, man. He's got those, mm-hmm. he's got like freakishly long arms, it seemed like. And just, uh, you know, yeah. You know, it's easy to jump ahead and when we're talking about this stuff, but I wonder if Real Woods, I don't know if he has, do you think he gets tired in the third period? I mean, they, um, everybody does. It's wrestling, but. Seems like he has been, yeah. 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 Uh, so that'll be interesting. But Brock Hardy's, Big Tens are going to be awesome, dude. I, I would. I wish I could go to Big Tens this year, but yeah, I think, I think they're in Michigan. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to be there. Uh, but yeah, what else about that Iowa or Nebraska duel did you did you like? Uh, Mirren pinning Morton was nice to see for Max, um, yeah. especially after you know Morton had a good weekend last weekend. Max mm-hmm. kind of kicked his ass. Um, let's see, Kennedy Major Kobe Seabricht. Sorry to interrupt you, but Kobe Seabricht he looked fucking great, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's a. a he uh they're talking about how he played all different sports in high school so this is really his only full-time focusing on wrestling you know so um yeah he looks way better than he has you know his redshirt freshman year he he just seemed like he's going to be a room guy and then uh yeah he's i like i like his style a lot he's different yeah he's got a good style he's uh you know i think he's Again, jumping ahead to the Penn State duel, we'll, we'll just hold off on that. But didn't uh, didn't your boy Warner almost get beat again too? Uh, yeah, against Allred. Yeah, Allred's tough. 
And yeah, so was Lenny Pinto. That was a great match. Yeah, Pinto is really fun to watch. What, what yeah, all think? those matches were really close. Uh, like all well, Kennedy and Cassiope matches weren't, but yeah, those three were uh, really good to watch. Yeah, all one point matches. I think you're always on those Iowa message boards. What what are they? What's what's the take on Warner? What's going on with him? Um, did you say he always wrestles that like that during the season? It's it seems like it, yeah, and he always shows up in March. He always does a little bit better at the tournament. He always has some losses that are like, well, he probably shouldn't have lost to that guy, you know. Um, but he's also one of those guys that could beat anybody in the weight class. Yeah. So it's it's frustrating because it's like, <laughs> which Warner's going to show up, you know? Yeah. Like when he's on his offense, man, he looks great. I mean, he's hard to score on, but uh, I don't know. He just—it seems like he shuts down against some of the better competition. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people do that. To be fair, but um, yeah, you wonder why he doesn't seem to do it. Because he was an assassin at nationals, you know. He got a turn, and yeah. I think it was the semifinals against Buchanan. He just did what he had to do and rode him. And and uh, was it last year that he was in the, in the very first round of the tournament? He got pretty damn lucky, if you ask me. Was that, that last was year? Two years ago. Yeah, he was Against, wrestling. Uh, uh, NC State guy. Well, Renan? Yeah, Renan. Very highly recruited. Never seemed to pull it, put it all together for college, but because he's yeah. done now, right? Yeah. Yeah, his career came and went and uh, made, the, made the final X finals against uh, David Taylor, but in college, he never, he never had the career a lot of people thought he was going to have. But mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was like a really low seed when he wrestled Warner. Like in the twenties or something, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a it was it was a Iowa beatdown, man. And then you said there was almost a fight afterwards. Enlighten us on that. that that's what I read. Yeah, on the message board, I guess. Uh, I guess Terry and Snyder. Uh, what's his first name? Brian. What's Snyder's for? Brian Snyder. Yeah, I guess they were kind of like. John back and forth a little bit and poking each other's chests. And then, uh, I guess like some security had to like pull them away from each other. And then, then I heard he was like just yelling shit at the Iowa fans. And so it was Labriola. I heard that Labriola even threw a punch, but I don't know. I think we probably would have seen some more stuff about that if that was true. <laughs> um, yeah. But I did also read that real woods, like, when it went to find Brock Hardy and shake his hand for a good match and stuff. So thought that oh. was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, and then, yeah, that 84 match was pretty crazy. Lenny Pinto is a very, uh, talk about funky. That guy does some mm-hmm. crazy shit and usually is successful with it. I like him a lot. Yeah, he is fun to watch. And he's, I think he was supposed to be like a 74 pounder. And, uh, I know Willie said he was supposed to be going 74 next year, so I don't know if he's going to or not because I know their other 84 just transferred. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm starting to like about Nebraska, unfortunately, because I never wanted to like them. But um, there's some things. You can still hate Manning and stuff. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) I will always hate that dipshit in the audience. Oh, man! I don't think anyone likes Manning. (laughs) He's just so he's just so weird to watch in the corner. Oh my god, it's funny. 
And if they gave him unlimited challenges, I bet he would challenge every call the refs made. Yeah. He'd just be, be like, fuck, Brent Manning. Come on, we've got kids at home. Can we <laughs> can we wrestle? And, he, and if you watch him in the corner, he does this a lot, too. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like a, he's like a, he's like a fish out of water. He's always moving that fucking mouth. And, yeah. and if they back up the camera some, he's always just. Yeah, he's always like doing some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy, man. But you got to give it to the guy. He seems to really love his athletes and uh, and want them to do well. Oh, my hair. Yeah. Give me cut today. It's driving me crazy. Uh, so, yeah. Um, another thing about the camera, when you're like looking at yourself or whatever, like if you if you go to fix your hair this way, it it's it's everything you do is opposite of what the camera is. So if you go to fix your I hair, like, that's why I always like have a great appreciation for people who work with puppets because everything they're doing is like the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You know, the most successful, we need to talk about wrestling, but the most successful ventriloquist out there is, uh, what's his name? Jeff Dunham? Jeff Dunham. And he's not even that good of a ventriloquist. I'm like, he oh, moves no. his mouth the whole time. Isn't that and like the whole piece of shit? Yeah, he's not a very nice guy. Isn't no. that the whole point of being a ventriloquist is you're not yeah. supposed to move your mouth? He's constantly... Mm -hmm. He looks like Dude. Mark Manning. <laughs> He does look a little like Mark Manning. Anyway, back to wrestling. Um, Penn State wrestled Michigan. That wasn't that great of a duel, except for uh, the uh, the heavyweight match was pretty good. Mason Paris. People there's said that good, he was there's some good matches. People said that he was injured last year. Mason Paris. Yeah, he didn't look uh, the same as he did the year before. I thought that dude that dude very closely resembles a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> Mason Paris is just a fucking beast, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just, um, very gorilla like, mm -hmm. uh, but what other, what other match of that duel do you think was good? Um, Facundo versus, um, yeah, Amin was great. That was uh, a great Haynes match. versus Luan was great. And, uh, uh, Dylan Raggison gave, uh, RBY. Oh, yeah. A pretty good match, you know. Yeah. RB RBY is like so sneaky good, though. You know, like he can win any way he needs to, mm -hmm. and uh, riding a guy out like that in the third period is not an easy task. And he yeah. made he sure made it look easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that that Camamine um, Facundo match that was uh, that's one of those things where you're like, wow, maybe Facundo is a lot better than people are giving him credit for. And I think he is, as far as rankings and all that, I think he definitely is much higher than he was currently ranked. I'm sure his stock went up a lot. I don't know what he's ranked now, but... I think he's um, number five. Is he five? Yeah, and Intermat, yeah. But I believe Amin and he wrestled in like a high school state final. So there was some they history. They wrestled a couple times, yeah. Yeah, so there's some history there. Um, so whether Facundo is one of the best guys at 165 or not, um, is you know remains to be seen, but uh, he he sure looked good in that match. And I remember watching him in high school and thinking this guy is going to be great. Um, 
But then I watched that. I watched last night. I watched uh, the Who's Number One duel from like I don't know when it was, like 2018 or 2019 or maybe even 2020, of him and Patrick uh, Kennedy and mm-hmm. and Kennedy kind of put it on him. I mean, it was only five to two, but Kennedy was in his face the whole time and yeah. and and uh, you know again we'll talk about the Iowa duel in a minute, but uh, in watching it, I was like gosh, who's going to win this match? Because, you know, it's easy to be like, well, he beat him, so he he and he beat him, so he'll probably beat him. But that's not how it works, especially in Division One. That's not how mm-hmm. it works. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, that was that was good, though, to, to see that match. And uh, I think he got what he get out, and then he got the takedown in overtime, even though a mean – if you haven't watched the match, if you're watching this podcast and you haven't watched the match, go to Big Ten Plus and watch it. But uh, it was a damn good match. It might be on YouTube by now, too. Yeah. I guess a lot of stuff gets slapped up on YouTube, doesn't it? A lot of the Big Ten ones do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is where my brother watches all his. So, um, And then what else were we going to talk about? Penn State versus Michigan, or excuse me, um, Ohio State versus Michigan this weekend. There any matches there that you're looking forward to? Um, let's see. I think Romero versus Fine Silver could be pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. Fine Silver looks pretty good this year. I think Romero will beat him, but um, who else? We got Karchla versus Amin. If that one happens, would be pretty good. Has Karchla not wrestled a lot this year? It seems like he hasn't. Seems like wrestled he hasn't. Much. Yeah, it seems like. Uh, Wilcox has been wrestling a lot for them. Wilcox. I don't know if he's hurt or not. But uh, Ragason versus Mendez is probably the top match in that one, I'd say. Yeah. And then who? Uh, Penn State's 25 pounder. Penn State's 25 pounder had a nice win over uh, um, Luhan from, yeah. Uh, yeah. from Michigan, right? No, wait. Michigan State. Michigan State. That's right. Yeah. Chase Saldate at 157 looks pretty good, too. Dude, he's tough, man. Yeah. Yeah, he just beat Terrell Bearclaw. Yeah, he's beat, he beat Lawan a couple weeks ago, too. Yeah. So, good. he's a California boy. I like to see those guys yeah. do well. He was a pretty big recruit, too. I think top 15. Yeah, it's really tough to win a California State title. It's really tough to qualify for California State. Yeah. I mean, if you're in the Central Valley, it's a lot harder to qualify because all those guys are pretty damn tough. Um, I live in California, and I don't think I don't think the wrestling around here is super tough. But they just have one division, right? You mean for state? Yeah. Yep. Yep. California, California, Indiana, New Jersey. There's not a lot of them that only have one class. But yeah, California is one of them, and and it's super hard to make. You got to win like a sectional and a regional and mm-hmm. something else. You got to smack your grandmother. Something I don't know. I've said funnier things than that. I apologize. Maybe I'll try to edit that out. Um, <laughs> uh, so okay, Ohio State versus Iowa. You said before we started recording, you said that'd be a duel that you would like to see, and I would love to see that too. I don't know why. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I hate that the Big Ten doesn't schedule the best teams against each other, especially in a smaller sport like wrestling where you're trying to get more people to attend. Um, 
I mean, obviously people don't aren't going to go watch Michigan State versus Maryland probably, but um, I'm sure Maryland probably gets a good attendance if they bring in Penn State. Um, yeah, I think Ohio State and Iowa would be a lot. I think that would be a really close duel. I think Iowa would squeak it out, but um, but yeah, Iowa would have decent amount of losses in that one, and I think it would probably be closer than the Iowa Penn State one this year. Sadly. Yeah. Well, are you ready to? Well, no. Let's talk about the Iowa Wisconsin duel, and then we will get into the main part of the scheduled program. Um, that, yeah, I mean, I know I, Iowa didn't have all their starters. I know they sat, um, let's see, they sat brands. Um, they sat, sat Warner, Warner. Um, I think that's it though. Is that it? Yeah. Uh-huh. But it, it, they turned out to be key because they lost those matches, right? Didn't they lose at night? They lost at 97. Yep. Not not very convincingly though. That was uh, Braxton Amos. Yeah, um, the third string guys did really well. I thought for Iowa, um, Drake Rhodes is like a guy who was not like a top two hundred and fifty recruit at all. Just some dude from Montana, and I mean he almost beats uh, Josh Otto, who's not the best one seventy four pounder, but <clears throat> pretty good for a true freshman. That's yeah. Uh, he wasn't going to, you know, wasn't supposed to do anything good. <laughs> yeah. But he knocked off, uh, he beat Aiden Riggins this year. He was uh, Iowa's top recruit in the class. So okay. he's, uh, I don't know, he might have a decent future. I don't know if he'll ever start or anything, but. Dude, Spencer Lee, I mean, he, he looks great against uh, um, Liam Cronin, but man. How great did he look against? He did get turned, which has to, you know, if you're an Iowa fan, that has to kind of worry you a little bit that he it is cap- it is possible to turn Spencer and looking way ahead into the future. Pat Glory is really good on top um, and has a great gas tank. So I know how it looks right now as far as Spencer just molly whopping everybody and, and winning the Hodge and not being touched and all that, but... I think you'd be kind of silly to not think that Pat Glory at least has a chance to yeah. to beat him. And again, if I, he wrestles one twenty five, so yeah, he wrestled, he wrestled both uh, duels this week at one thirty three. So. Yeah, well, I don't know the situation, um, but I would almost guarantee that he ends up wrestling. Excuse me, yeah. one twenty five for conferences and for for NCAs and. And he didn't seem to have any kind of gas tank issues um, from making 125 against Arizona State or Oregon State. Um, and at a tournament especially, he's going to be mm-hmm. uh, ready to go. So, you know, again, I would never pick him to beat Spencer. Um, but, you know, it's looking like the only guy that has any kind of chance. But yeah, this is coming from a guy who thought, is Liam Cronin the guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no he was not um, yeah I, I remember you even said uh, a couple years ago at the ncaa tournament and you're like you're thinking uh i think it was sean fowles maybe like, i think he yeah <laughs> i know I, i'm always thinking somebody has a chance to 
maybe I can't get that Austin DeSanto match out of my head or something, <laughs> you know, but, or, you know, and, and the guy's been beat. I mean, you know, people yeah. are, people, people act like he's the greatest of all time and walks on water and, and he's certainly up there and I would, you know, he certainly got a good argument for it, but the guy has been beaten five times. It's been a while, yeah. but he got beat twice by one guy. He got pinned once. Um, he got beat by Bresser, who, you know, Bresser is good and everything, but it's not like he was, um, you know. So he has lost. He is beatable. Dayton yeah. Fix beat, beat him twice in a row in one day or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. he, you know, it's been a long time again, but he's not unbeatable. But, yeah, I always look at these guys and think, like, um, yeah, Foss. I mean, the guy's, like, six feet tall. I'm like, well, maybe he'll give him problems. And he did not. Um <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just an idiot. But um, when it, when it comes to Spencer Lee, um, but yeah, I think if anybody can give him a, a a run for his money, it would it would be Glory. Now, if he doesn't and he completely dismantles Glory, uh, that would definitely not shock me either. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he's been twice, I think. But it's almost like the Mike Tyson thing, you know? Like people never thought he was going to lose, and then oh yeah. And then Buster Douglas knocked him out, and then he mm-hmm. was never the same guy. And I know he had some personal issues and all that, too, that Spencer doesn't seem to have. But um, no one's unbeatable, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what else What else stood out to you about the, uh, the uh, Wisconsin-Iowa duel? Um, let's see. Uh, Gomez-Miran was pretty good. Uh. Like Seabreck beating uh, Garrett Model, that was good. Yeah, Model's, Model's one of those guys that could beat the top guys and then lose to some weirdo. Also, <laughs> yeah, Levi Haynes kind of beat the crap out of him. I think he majored him. Yeah, um, but you're right. He's you know he's. I think, I think Model beat Caleb Young once. He beat Brayton Lee. Yeah, man, Brayton Lee lost again, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Man, he's gonna get like the 12 seed at the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> Dude, I think he's ranked 18th now. Yeah, 17 or 18. But he just he just beat. I need to go watch the match, but he just beat um, Indiana's guy that was 16, Gilcher. Gilcher. Um, and that guy's pretty tough. So maybe maybe it's turning around for him. I, I I say this every podcast it seems like, but I like Brayton Lee. I just don't know what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he'll turn it around and and uh, and we'll see. I thought the biggest crock of shit of the duel was uh 84 where that guy tyler i forget his last name tyler dow tyler dow stuck Assad, and i wanted to see if Assad can come back from a six nothing deficit and win that match because that pin was bullshit mm-hmm. I, I and i didn't hear anybody saying he wasn't fucking pinned but i i figured like the brands i figured they'd be losing their minds like that that just bothered me. I'm like, you can't just dick with a guy's career here, man. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, speaking of the ref, because I, he, first of all, whatever happened to you have to be on your back for two full seconds before it's a pin. That just seems to be not a thing anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. it's basically a touch fall. I see it all the time now where the refs just call a pin and I'm like, well, shit, he wasn't that wasn't that wasn't a pin man he wasn't yeah. fucking pinned i don't know how you could watch that match and be like no he was pinned maybe for a millisecond he was 
But anyway, I, I just thought that was bullshit. I, I wanted mm-hmm. to see that how that match would have played out. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think Assad could have came back. I mean, that guy's not that great. He's he's like know, five he's and like, nine, right? Yeah, something like that. He's definitely one of the worst guys in the Big Ten at one eighty four, and I don't know. Yeah, that one kind of pissed me off, especially because it made the team score fifteen fifteen. It's like, shit, are we gonna lose this? <laughs> well, it it may I was that yeah that was it that was eighty uh, ninety seven. No, 84. 84, Because yeah. then 97, Braxton Amos... Um, Braxton Amos bothered me a little bit in that match. He was doing some punk shit, I thought. Um, I don't know, just the way he was wrestling a little bit. And then he didn't, beat, really. him, he didn't beat him that bad. And uh, I don't know. Every now and again, Braxton Amos does some stuff that I'm like, all right, dude. Um, and then I think he also got kind of... You know, these guys with their celebrations after beating somebody like... <laughs> Dude, aren't yeah. you like a Greco world team member? You just beat a true freshman backup, you know, getting cocky about it. And then something else. I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Ironside. I was, say, Ironside was pissed at the uh, 141 match because the ref was like super slow counting back points. <laughs> yeah, I love Ironside. He thought, he thought, uh, he thought Woods should have had the major. The yeah. guy's like slow as shit, like counting back points. Yeah, Ironside's great. Yeah, you, you got to listen to it. I always uh, link it up so I can listen to him and turn the volume off on the Big Ten Network and just yeah. line it up right and listen to him. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Um, yeah, I was glad to see uh, Cassiope um, beat... beat uh, did, you said something interesting, and I was looking for the inter- interview yesterday. Oh, Oily Arms? Yeah, did, did you say that, that Brands made mention of that? Yeah, he was doing his little interview, and then right, right at the end, he's like, he's like, that guy was oiled up. He's like, you could print that. <laughs> he said that. And, yeah. Oh yeah, and you can see after the match. I watched the match again last night, and uh, Cassiope said something to the ref about it afterwards. Um, I'm blanking on there on Wisconsin's heavy Hilger Trent Hilger. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the rumor is that that he was. Uh, oiled up like he had some lotion on him or something yeah i used to wrestle a guy in high school that what i swear he put lotion on and by the second third period i was making him towel the guy off and i'm in and both times we wrestled i was like this guy i can't hold on to him he's all fucking uh, this isn't just sweat like i can't hold on to him he's got something on him and they're just like oh, did you ever wrestle you. anyone that was like just grossly sweaty sure and stinky yeah, yeah. Right. We used to play basketball with this guy who was just disgusting. We always called him Slimer. <laughs> like nobody wanted to guard him because he's so gross. <laughs> like like a long came Polly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we my wife and I watched that movie the other night and fuck, what's his name? The guy who overdosed on drugs. Um I forget his name, but shit, he was funny in that movie, dude. He's <laughs> I like... don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. So he's I'm like Ruben, I, I sharted, and he's like, What? He's like I tried to fart and I shit my pants. I sharted. I have to go. And he's like, you're the most disgusting person I've ever met in my whole life. Oh man, I made, I made my brother do that playing basketball one time. Yeah. I remember you telling me, I think that was on your 30 for 30. Oh, damn. Damn. That wasn't You're waiting either. for that. Weren't you? No, not really. <laughs> no, you're good. <sighs> not really. Um, Quick. 
Thanks. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah, but that's a funny fucking movie if you're watching and you haven't seen that. Dude, we've been talking for 40 minutes. We haven't talked about the Iowa duel. Let's talk about it. Let's kick this shit off. Yeah. Who do you got, Kurt? Who's going to win the duel? Penn State. I just wanted to hear you say that. Um, man, I can't believe you're selling out your boys like that, dude. Well, I mean, if you want accurate predictions, yeah. Come what's to me. Yeah. what's the what's the team score that you've got? Got twenty three to twelve. Twenty three to twelve. Yeah. Wow. 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 You hate Iowa. Um, yeah, dude. It's it's hard to read Twitter sometimes when there's a duel like this coming up. I mean, because you've got because Penn State fans are so loyal and Iowa fans are so loyal that they can't. Excuse me. God. I'm dying over here. They they cannot uh, agree on anything that makes any sense. They're just like, no, what's his name would murder him and he's going to kill Just shut the fuck up. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's go through the lineup. Spencer Lee. You know, that's another thing that kind of gives me some pause is that everyone is already given Spencer six points for the duel or for the match. And yes, I think he's going to pin him. Just for the record, I do believe he will pin him. But it's one of those things, too, where when people say that kind of shit, like this is definitely it's a done deal. He's going to stick him. Maybe he won't stick him. Maybe he can't pin him for whatever reason. It'll be a tech, yeah. He'll probably end up teching him. That's how that shit works when people are so. But Gary Steen won a state title as a senior, and Spencer did not. So. So you're predicting that that Gary Steen beats. So you're predicting Gary Steen beats Spencer Lee for the record? I think Gary Steen pins Spencer Lee in 38 seconds. Wow. I'm totally kidding. I got Spencer pinning him within a couple minutes. Dude, what if you bet that in Vegas and, yeah, I mean, crazier shit's happened. He could pin him. He will. I'm I'm completely switching my gears here. Dude, Kurt. he's back in his home state, man. He's going to fucking, he's like, fuck you, Penn State. Bam. He won a Pennsylvania State title, Gary Steen? I think so, yeah. He won okay. two, didn't he? I I have no idea. I just know he loses most of the time now. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, I that's think not, he's supposed to be a 33 guy, isn't he? Or no? I, I have no idea, and that's not even fair. He's he's He just beat the guy ranked 24th, and I think he's a lot better than people give him credit for. Um, yeah. Because he is in the Big Ten, and he's a true freshman, correct? Mm, I think he redshirted. Okay. But he's a freshman. But I mean, still, he's he's not their starter. I mean, Robbie Howard was supposed to be their starter. So. Yeah, I saw some Iowa guy saying that Ibarra would beat Steen, and I'm like, uh, you need to you need to hold your jets on that one, dude. I don't mm. I don't see that happening. I don't know if Ibarra would beat. Uh, that would be uh, a good match. Yeah, I think, probably... think Ibarra could. I think Ibarra could beat him. But yeah, well, he could, but I don't but think it's... it's like definite. Yeah, absolutely not. So, all right, well, we're both predicting pins, I think, out of Spencer Lee. Um, so so it's going to be five or six to nothing, and then going into the second match will be uh, RBY versus Brody Teske, and I will say that Teske keeps it to a decision, um, but it's certainly not beyond the realm of possibility that Especially if he's if he's a if he's motivated, RBY is uh, RBY is a different breed of cat too, man. He is not, um, you know, all these people that that were talking about Spencer should go up because he would, you know. And I'm like, why? Why should he go up? There's no then. That's there's no, 
then there's no guarantee that Iowa wins 25. And yeah. there's, then there's no guarantee that Spencer beats RBY. That is one guy that, man, I'll go ahead and say that. I don't know that he would. I, I think I would probably pick RBY to beat Spencer, especially with eight pounds. Yeah. RB, RBY is fucking great. Fucking great. And so, yeah, I, I, Dayton Fix has never taken down RBY. And I don't, I've never seen anybody turn him except for Austin off that fireman's he's got or that dump he's got. Um, and Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, there Gomez you go. pinned him his freshman year. Yeah. So he has been turned, but I mean, not in a I long mean, since time. then, dude, it's, yeah, he's gotten so much better since then. Yeah. I mean, he is, he can beat you a, a number of ways. And yeah, I mean, I sound like a Spencer Lee hater and I'm not, but, um, I just, I just think RBY is fucking great. So, I, you know what? I'm going to say that he does major Teske. I'm going to say he beats him by eight points or more. That's what I got too. I was, that one's kind of hard because, like, I know they've wrestled there in the room together at Penn State. So, you know, they've probably wrestled a lot together. But yeah, I yeah. think RBY is going to major him. I know Vito majored Teske. So, is that this year? No, it was, uh, I want to say last year. Is it in okay. the tournament? All right, so going into 141, um, let's say 6-4 to Iowa, and then 141. Man, this is another match that I'll let you pick first, but who do you got? I got Woods winning a close one. Yeah. Well, you know, if I had a gun to my head, I would pick Woods to win a close one too. So team-wise, then then all of a sudden it becomes 9-4. to Mm-hmm. So we're at nine to four on the team score. Um, but I would not be surprised one bit if uh, if Bo Bartlett beats Real Woods because he's so positionally sound. He's so mm-hmm. hard to score on. I know he doesn't score as many points typically as Real Woods, uh, at least not until the third period when he starts wearing guys down. Um, yeah. Even this weekend, I think he was winning like three to one, and you know, in a flash of an eye, it was like eight to one by the time the match was over. Um, but he's so good positionally; he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I don't think he's very easy to turn. And Real Woods has been making a lot, scoring a lot of points off turns. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I almost want to pick Bo Bartlett to beat him, and uh, maybe I'm just hoping the duel ends up super close and it goes down to the wire but so i am gonna pick real woods but i don't feel good about it yeah yeah i'm a little nervous about it too bartlett looks really good yeah yeah he this is this is his weight class and uh or you know the weight class he's supposed to be at rather and yeah so yeah that that might end up might end up being the match of the tournament who knows or the the duel rather um so if if it holds true though, and we both think that uh, Real Woods will win, it'll be nine to four going into forty nine, and I'm gonna pick Mirren. This is a fucking tough one too, man, mm-hmm. because they're at Penn State. I think occasionally Mirren gets in his own way sometimes mentally. Um. I, I am going to pick him to win. I'm going to pick Mirren to beat Van Ness. But I don't feel good about that one either. Yeah, I actually picked Van Ness to win this one. Did you? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Mirren struggles with some of those more athletic dudes. And uh, I know he's back home in Pennsylvania wrestling and stuff, and he's got more experience. But, yeah, this match makes me nervous as hell. I think Van Ness will win. You do? Yeah. And because because he's a good athlete, is that why you think so? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, plus, like you said, you know, Mirren gets in his own way sometimes. And, uh. I don't know. It's a it's it's a tough one, but yeah, I went with Van Ness. Just I feel like uh, I feel like the home crowd advantage is going to help him. Yeah. So if uh, so if if I'm right and Mirren wins, then all of a sudden it goes from nine to four to twelve to four, going into fifty seven. And I didn't write this down. I should have, but I, my, by my prediction, it'll be twelve to four going into fifty-seven. By your prediction, it'll be nine to seven. Nine to seven. Um, Iowa going into fifty-seven, and who's going to go for Penn State? Do we know yet? I, I don't know because Haynes still has the option of redshirting, and uh, I think he needs. I think if he wrestles, then that means he won't get a red shirt. So, right. Um, I, I'm guessing that Haynes will go in my prediction, and I picked Haynes to beat Seabrecht. Um, yeah, that, that that's tricky though because I do pick Haynes to beat Seabrecht, but I wouldn't pick I, Terrell, I wouldn't pick Terrell Barrowclaw to beat. Yeah, to beat Seabrecht. Me too. Even even though I feel like Barrowclaw. I feel like Bearclaw and Seabrick is a toss-up. Mm-hmm. I feel like either guy could win that match. But I think Levi Haynes definitely beats Seabrick. Oh, you think you think it's definite? I would say definite, yeah. I think Levi Haynes is fucking good, man. I think he could place yeah. at 57 this year. Mm-hmm. But I also, I mean, who am I to question Kale Sanderson or tell him what to do by any means? But I don't. I think I would keep him because I personally think Barraclaw could win a couple matches at NCAs, and I think if they didn't have a 57-pounder at all, they'd still win nationals this year. Yeah. Um, so, Kale, if you're listening, I know you are, buddy. Um, I would sit I would sit uh, Levi Haynes and let Barraclaw see if he can uh, win that match. Who knows? Um, so it's hard to say with when you, with you, when you don't know who's who's going to go at 57 but all indications are that it's going to be haynes correct i think so yeah and again not to question kale but why wouldn't they plan that a little better and make it where he could wrestle in this duel but not have to burn his red shirt you know like why did they make him or not make him but why did he wrestle in four other matches attached or five Mm -hmm. i guess he's probably already got five because you get five yeah so yeah, so they didn't plan that very well, Penn State. I don't know what you guys are thinking, fucking losers. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So that's so. So let's say it's so. Let's say it's Haynes. So Haynes is going to beat Kobe Seabrick, in my opinion. So now that puts us at twelve to. You, you've got twelve to seven. Twelve I've to got, seven after I've fifty-seven. Got... Yeah, and I got ten to nine Penn State. Okay, because you're also picking Haynes to beat Seabrick. Yeah. Okay. And if Bearclaw goes, then it's a whole new duel. 
Mm-hmm. But okay, so then going into '65, um, gosh, after watching that, who's number one duel? I, I'm I'm torn on it, but I think Facundo is going to win that match. Yeah, is that who you got? No, I've got Kennedy winning this one. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I like Kennedy the way he wrestled Hamity. Hamity's just a I don't know, totally different body styles for those two. So. Yeah. It's tough, but yeah, I think uh, Kennedy matches up better with Facundo, and yeah, I remember the uh, who's number one match too, and that kind of stands out. So yeah, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Kennedy to pull it off. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with Facundo, but I don't feel good about that one either. The only match I feel good about, dude, is RBY and Spencer Lee. Yeah, yeah. I mean everything else. Oh yeah, it, yeah. The last eight matches are going to be insane. Okay, so if uh, so, gosh, I should have written this shit down. I'm such an idiot. Um, so if my predictions hold true, then I've got it being twelve Iowa to. No, you got twelve to ten Penn State leading. Going in, going into seventy four. That's not right. That's not right. I just did the math wrong. Yeah. It's crazy how such small numbers can be so difficult sometimes. We both have 12 to 10. I've got 12 to 10 going into 74. I think you do too. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, because we flipped uh, 49 and 65. So, yeah, it's both 12 to 10. 12 to 10 going into 74. And now things are going to start getting Getting bad for Iowa. Ugly for Iowa. Um. (laughs) I think brands can keep it to a major decision or a regular decision. Because yeah, I, I do too. He's only been majored once, and that was at 184. Yeah, he, he can be hard to score on, or he can definitely shut it down enough. Um, but I've also seen Starachi get pissed off at that kind of situation. And, I mean, Starachi's freaking good, man. Um, but I think he keeps it to a regular decision. Um and if he does, then all of a sudden it is 13 to 12 Penn State go- going into 84. And I think Brooks just beats Assad by decision. Um, you think so? I mean, their last two matches have been 7-3, 8-3. Yeah. But I, I think Brooks is going to major him this time. You do? Even though I like Abe and I think he's better this year. I just think, Yeah. I don't know, unless he just comes out pissed off after getting pinned. Yeah, I don't even think being pissed off is going to help him against Brooks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, keeping it to a decision would be nice, but yeah, I don't, I just, I have that as a major. Yeah, I'm going to go decision, but, you know, inevitably in, in these kind of duels, um, you're always wrong about something. Something oh, always, yeah. something always happens that no one predicts, and mm-hmm. uh, you know some, you know it's wrestling. Anybody can get pinned at any time. Um, I mean, shit, you picked Spencer to get pinned by Gary Steen. I mean, uh, so, so yeah. Um, so then we're going into '97, and now Penn State is winning. You've got sixteen to twelve, and I've got seventeen to twelve. Okay, and then ninety-seven. I, I don't think Warner's going to beat Max Dean. I just don't. Um, I don't think anybody does. Not even um, Iowa fans. 
I saw some Iowa fans today saying, you know, that they thought that was going to happen. Yeah. I would um, love for it to happen, but yeah. And he does, I think he does wrestle better in, you know, bigger matches like that. But I don't know. I just, he's on two against him already. So. Yeah, and those two matches that in the first match they had wasn't even that close. I mean, Dean turned him and made him scream. He, tur- you know, Dean is Dean is a fucking assassin, and I think mm-hmm. people kind of forget that sometimes, especially because he lost those two matches. But I read something about him saying that those two mat losing those two matches just kind of like his brother. His brother, I think, his junior year lost a couple matches in a row at like the CKLV, um, and it kind of reset him. And oh, I, yeah. I read something that Max did the same thing. You know, it kind of made him um, reprioritize. And uh, he's looked great since then. And he's just an assassin. I can never forget that match he had against uh, um, Michigan's guy last year, Brucky, where he oh, just, yeah. he rode him the entire third period and then to, to send it in overtime and then just got a takedown. Yeah. I, I was I was so impressed. Uh, by him in that particular match. I was just like, man, I mean, you know, Brucky was no slouch and that's just, that's what he had to do. And he fucking did it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think he's going to lose that either. So now all of a sudden it's 19, no, 19 to 12, 19 to 12. Is that what you got? Also, you think I've got 20 to 12. Okay. 20 to 12. So, yeah. And then Cass and Kirk, jerk flirt. Who you got, buddy? Yeah, man. I want to pick Cassiope. Because, he, he, I mean, he's beaten him, but I don't know. Jerk flirt looks really good this year. Uh, he also so, kind of whooped him at the duel, right? The all-star duel? Yeah. can't remember the score of that one. But, yeah, I, I don't know, but... Tony looks really good when he's not wrestling against oiled up guys. And uh, <laughs> it's so hard to pick against him, but yeah, I got jerk flirt winning a close one. Yeah. Um, gosh, I think I do too. I think, I think he's, you know, especially after losing to Mason Paris, I think he realizes, um, you know, I, I don't think anybody had taken uh, Kirk Fleet into deep water, so to speak, until Mason, because he looked very tired in that third period. And mm-hmm. I think he makes whatever adjustment he needs to make. Um, not that Cassie Open Paris are the exact same people, but they're they're fairly close in certain regards. Um, yeah, I'm gonna pick Kirk Fleet. So what's that? What's that make it? Twenty two to twelve. You got 22 to 12. I got 23 to 12. I do think Cassiope matches up better with Jerk Flirt than he does with Paris. Yeah. Paris has just kind of embarrassed him. I think Paris is just too big for him. Yeah. Is he bigger than Kirkfleet? Kirkfleet looks huge, Paris? too. Yeah. Just kind of, kind of a different build. And they're yeah. Both, yeah. They're both, they're both huge, but I think Kirkfleet might outweigh him. You think but, so? But Paris is just so gorilla esque, dude. Yeah, that, that ass he's got—he's just like <laughs> barrel ass, barrel ass, dude. That guy has got some power behind him. Um, so yeah, man, and and you know, 
obviously I, I would almost guarantee that a couple of the matches we picked will go the other way. Um, For sure. So I've got 22-12. You've got 23-12. Yeah, I mean, yeah. First two matches are, you know, pretty predictable, I think. And then I think 74-84 too. But other than that, you know, all the six other matches are all toss-ups, I think. So we didn't expound on it as much as I probably would have liked to. Um, do you think, what do you think would happen if, if uh, especially now with the weight difference, if if uh, Spencer Lee and RBY wrestled, which they are not going to, you yeah. idiots. Who I don't think even want to are. think about it because it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah i know, you know what but i mean like just just for know. talking it's about unfair it. to spencer to bump up you know so it's hard i think it's hard to bump up a weight class like like if if they both say spencer had to gain three and a half and rby had to lose three and a half and they wrestled at whatever 128 and a half or 129 <laughs> I, I think but, 130 uh, would be the 130 okay yeah um, yeah man, not... i not fair to RBY. I mean, cutting weight is harder than yeah. just not cutting weight. I, yeah. I don't know what Spencer walks around at, but I bet it's about 130. Yeah, I would think yeah. so. Bet that guy didn't um, cut a lot of weight. I don't know. I think it's stupid to even think about, but. Well, stupid or not, who would you pick? I'd have to pick Spencer. You would have to? Oh, yeah. I'd pick RBY when it came down. If it came, if if they were wrestling, you know, at this weight class and all that, um, I agree that it'd be a great pay per view or whatever. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to grow wrestling, that'd be a good way to do it, especially in a folk style match. I think Spencer would beat him in freestyle. I think Spencer is as good as he is at uh, as good as he is at at folk style. I think he's better at freestyle. Oh yeah, same with um, Santa, man. Did you see he won a he's won a gold medal? Yeah, he won the Henri, even though he had to beat two guys from America. Yeah, he was of, well he was down ten to two in that one match and came back and won. That was pretty cool. Was that against um Was that Garrett? N- Nishan Garrett? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love Austin, dude. I, I talked to his mom a little bit through Messenger and I'm trying to get him oh, on cool. I'm trying to get him on the podcast, but I don't know if mate. I don't know if Austin is a uh, podcast guy. He doesn't seem like he would be. I I did see one interview with him, but it was like really short. Yeah, and like <laughs> I, I can't like, imagine I, him just sitting still for you know half an hour even just to talk. <laughs> well, I've heard he's very like laid back and pretty chill person off yeah. the mat, off the mat. But I remember one reporter asking him something, and he just looked at him and he goes, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and i was like scared for the guy i was like oh shit austin's gonna rip your face off dude <laughs> he did not like he didn't understand the question or he didn't like it or something but he's just like yeah what do you mean like, <laughs> <laughs> i love austin DeSanto, man yeah. i i uh you know his freshman year when he tried to hurt um what's his name at nationals um michich michich Stefan Micic. When he tried to hurt him, I get it that people got all fired up about it and and he shouldn't have done that and all that. But I also thought it was bullshit that they waited until his round of 12 match to stall him out against uh, that guy from Rutgers that was nowhere near as good as him. And he was definitely stalling, but I've never seen any 
any ref calls stalling that many times in a row that close together. He's just like, stalling red! Stalling red! I was like, fuck, man, let him, give him a second, you know? Mm -hmm. It was like they were trying to punish him for what he did against Micic. And I'm like, kick him out of the tournament then. Don't wait until he's in the round of 12. And I don't know why he was stalling so bad. It was almost like he was trying to throw the match, but... Um, you know, Austin wasn't near as mature as freshman year of college by any means, but uh, I thought that was bullshit. I can't remember the guy's name from Rutgers, Delvecchio. Yeah, Delvecchio. Good, good wrestler, but he wasn't near as good as Austin. And yeah. Anyway, I've always liked him, and I loved watching him mature. And he always kind of reminded me of my little brother who passed away, and uh, so I just like Austin. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never been closer to crying than when he didn't. Um, when 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 he started crying last year, when he knew his ter- his tournament was over and he got mm-hmm. third, and he was never going to be a national champ, and I, I that's the closest I've ever come to crying watching college wrestling. But I was, oh really? Oh man, I hurt for that guy. I was yeah. Like, Fuck. And then I guess the year before, what he like threatened a reporter. He like said he was going to murder him or something. I was a woman, I think. Because <laughs> she like she like touched him or something. He's like, get your hands off me. I'll kill you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there, and uh, I want to get yeah. him on the podcast, so I don't want him to think I'm making fun of him because I'm not. I fucking love the guy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, I was glad to see that he won that tournament. That was super cool, and uh, I hope he continues to wrestling. And uh, how cool would it be if, if one of these things came down to him and Spencer again for the world team or something? Oh, man. That would be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what weight he would go. Um well, Olympics. for a world team, he could go 61, which is 134, but to make an yeah. Olympic team. Would he bump you know, that, up to 65? They need – no, he's too little. I, well, yeah, he's he's too little to really – I, I think I, – I don't, I don't fucking know. I never want to – I never want to bet against the guy, but I – it's just complete bullshit to me, the Olympics, that they've cut it down to six weight classes. Oh, no. they, they've taken There's the so Olympics. many guys that aren't getting a shot they've taken the Olympic dream away from so many good wrestlers and Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they've already taken the weight, the, the sport away from the smallest guys in the world and they've taken it away from the behemoths of the sport, the really giant guys, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of good wrestlers well over 300 pounds that that just can't wrestle anymore. And there's a lot of good guys that aren't big enough to be threats at 125. that 105 and 114. I've talked about this, dozens of times since I've been doing wrestling podcasts, but those weight classes were fucking great. Uh-huh. And the 118 watt pound weight class, I know that's kind of, you know, I don't know. Those guys did some very unhealthy shit to make 118, but yeah. anyway, it just bothers me that they've taken the sport away from the smallest and biggest. And it bothers me that, um, that they've taken the Olympic dream away from so many great wrestlers like John reader. That guy was fucking great. He probably could have been a world champion. Had he had a weight class, same mm-hmm. with Logan Steber. He wasn't really big enough for, um, 65 and he was too big for 61, even though he did win a world title, but I think it was really fucking hard for him to make that weight. Um, so I don't know what the deal is. My father-in-law, when my wife was involved, cause she was a world-class badminton player. Um, which people think I'm kidding, but that's the fastest racket sport in the world. And it's really, uh, it's really awesome. Like at the highest level. Um, 
but he was involved in all that. And he said, it comes down to like bed space. I'm like, you can't find four more beds for these fucking guys. Like, yeah, if that's, that's all it is. Yeah. Plenty of room for the hacky stackers. <laughs> yeah. And all that other bullshit they're putting in the Olympics now. And yeah. it just seems to me like there's room for even the hacky sackers and all that shit that I would never watch. It, it just, you know, make a way. You know, it, and mm-hmm. the fact that they even considered taking Olympics wrestling out of the Olympics, I'm like, what yeah. the fuck are you thinking? That's absurd to me. Mm-hmm. Absurd. Anyway, uh, we're well over an hour. I really enjoyed the podcast, though, and uh, yeah, hope you did too, buddy. I did. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, and do you know? Is it on Big Ten? Um, Big Ten Network. Yeah, just the regular Big Ten Network. So since oh, I'm yeah. going. It's going to be Michigan, Ohio State, and then Penn State, Iowa. Okay. So what a great weekend for wrestling, Um, and there's a good chance that I – and I also – I could probably watch it in Big Bear. I could find a way to watch it on my laptop, but I would rather come home and get in my recliner and see it on my big-ass TV Yeah, um, and have some snacks, and you know maybe my in-laws will watch my little boy so we won't have to um, be entertaining him the whole time. Cause I just love fucking wrestling, man. And I love to sit in my recliner and tell the refs they're doing their jobs wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I just hate knowing that you're not watching the dual meet because I can't, I don't have anyone to text with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just like Uh, scroll through Twitter and read all that bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, and I love, again, I love bagging on the refs. It's one of my favorite things to do to be like, you know, you're an idiot, you know, but I would not want that job. You think stand up is scary? You would want a bunch oh, of yeah. pissed off wrestling fans screaming at you that you're doing yeah. shit wrong and you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I told you I met that ref the other day at my show and he offered, he's like, you should become a ref. I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. You, no. you, you'd probably be good at it though. Um, He'd probably be good at it. And, and maybe I would be too. I'm usually right about the calls that I'm like, that's not two or that is two. You know, when they review it, they almost yeah. always go the way that I said. But it's one thing to sit in your recliner and make those calls um, than it is to actually make the calls and be right about it, um, especially yeah, in the heat of the moment. And all that. <laughs> I, I think it would always confuse me. Like you got a green wristband and you got a red wrist, wristband and you – I would always be throwing up the wrong ones and having to go over and be like, I meant to give it to that guy, but I'm an idiot. And, um, yeah. So, yeah. All right, buddy. It was great talking to you. We'll have a lot to talk about next week and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Enjoy your haircut. Thanks buddy. Bye-bye. See you buddy. All right, everybody. Stop stalling. Episode 10. Make sure you follow us on the stop stalling pod on Twitter at stop stalling pod is our uh, Twitter handle. I'm not very active on Twitter, but I should probably change that. Um, I've got a good uh, non-related podcast up right now on Rockfin, and I'm going to hopefully be doing a lot more of those soon. Might get back into my solo podcast as well. But anyway, this is a wrestling podcast. We'll stick for that right now. As always, go to Making It Happen, M-A-C-A-N, ItHappen.com. Help out little Bo Making and his family. I hope you guys enjoy the duel this weekend, uh, both duels, all the duels. There's a lot of great wrestling, not just Iowa-Penn State, but uh, that's certainly going to have the most eyeballs on it and uh, great for the sport. And, yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. And we could be completely wrong, and, and Iowa could win a lot of those matches that we didn't think they were. And... Uh, but I don't know, man. Penn State is so freaking deep. And uh, the job Kale Sanderson is doing there is just phenomenal. But 
and not just him. He's got some other great coaches on his staff too, but um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it and uh, God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in and take care. Goodbye.